Welcome to the Fearless Five podcast. I'm your host, Heather Larson, Certified Transformational Life Coach, Usui Reiki Master, yada, yada, yada. And here on the Fearless Five, it's about living a fearless life. That is what the Fearless Five is about. Happens five days a week. Yeah, there you got it. You got it. All right. (laughs) I'm in a hyper mood. I have energy for the first time since I've had COVID. Uh, And that's... Oh my God, like tomorrow will be five months actually. So almost five months to the day. I'm getting energy back and I'm getting so much stuff done that I'm in shock. Um, <laughs> and it's just happened in the last couple of days. And you know what else happened? I can taste again. Like I can taste food again, which food wasn't the major problem. The one thing that I couldn't taste, I can taste again. Coca-Cola, just regular old Coke. Uh, I can taste it again suddenly. And lemonade, I can taste fully. Um, It just kind of happened. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything special in order to get my uh, taste and smell back. Oh yeah, the smell is back too. So I don't don't know if it's me hitting the five-month mark. um, If it's just that I never totally lost it. So now I'm getting it back. I, I, I know nothing. Nobody knows anything about COVID. Nobody can tell you anything. These doctors know nothing. Nobody knows anything. Um, so anyway, <laughs> what I want to talk about today is I found a cool article and I wanted to share it with you. And I'm going to call it for our purposes here on the Fearless Five because it's somewhat of a short form podcast. At least I tried to make it short. I always tried to make it five minutes. It's not going to happen. So I'm going to give you tonight five things to give up to be successful. Okay. And I found this from a cool article on Inc. Inc.com, Inc.com. Uh, it's by Benjamin Hardy. And his article is actually 34 things you need to give up to be successful. I'm going to cut it down to like five. Okay. Because nobody's going to give up 34 things overnight. You might give up like one of the five things overnight or in the next week, or in the next month. And I'm meandering into, I don't have it written or planned out yet, but I want to meander us into like talking about habit change. So if you want to take to heart some of the things on this list, um, it might take a while to implement them because we are creatures of habit. So I want to talk about habits, namely uh, creating new ones, creating better ones, dropping bad ones, putting in new good ones. Uh, and I, I spent years talking about this in the addiction field when I was a paraprofessional in the addiction field. So I want to bring that to a future podcast tonight where today we're talking about <laughs> the five things that I agree with this guy on, um, this Benjamin Hardy of Inc. Magazine. I think it's Inc. Magazine. It's, it's Inc.com, Inc.com. I think it used to be called Inc. Magazine. Does anybody read magazines anymore? Okay, I'm going to stop using the, the word magazine. All right, so these are the things that really resonated with me on the list. And uh, one of them really uh, especially resonates with me. But I'm going to start with something that I've believed in for a very, very, very long time since I was a teenager. And I'm <laughs> this is going to be kind of like way out there why I believe in this. But the first thing he says is you've got to give up wasting five minutes if you want to be successful. Big believer in this. I hate having my time wasted. I hate you know, being inefficient with my time. I try to guard against wasting my time. And and then, you know, we're human. So sometimes you're going to have some time well wasted. You know, you've got to like play some video games once in a while or watch some trash TV just to kind of like have a palate cleanse. But I'm talking about like, what do you do in a day? 
that has you wasting five minutes. Is it too much time on social media? Because there's an app for that. It's called Screen Time, at least on the iPhone. That's what it's called. And it'll tell you how much time you spend. You can set notifications to make sure that you don't spend too much time on social media, which is funny because social media is what I do for a living. And I pretty much live on Twitter and TweetDeck. But, you know, that's part of part of what I do as a social media marketer. So it's time well spent for me. Um, but you know, where can you squeeze in extra things, you know, like reading? Um, one of the things I did, I got a small Kindle. I didn't know they made them this small. I eventually figured this out and you can, you can just put it in your purse. Not that I go anywhere anymore, but you know, you could just whip it out and read anytime that you're waiting. Like if you're waiting in line at quick trip, you could be reading a book on your phone. You could be doing something to, to you just don't waste time. That's my point. And, and the reason why I am this way when I was a teenager, I am such a bookworm. Okay. So when I was a teenager, this book came out and I used to, I worked at a coffee shop and I worked at old Navy when I was a teenager, when I was in high school. And then I would take my little piddly paycheck. You guys want to make $15 an hour now as teenagers? I'm not even going to tell you like how little I made, but, and, and I do hope teenagers get to make real money, but uh, I certainly didn't, but I took what little I made and I spent it on like gas, cigarettes, thrift store clothes, and books. Most importantly, I would go buy brand new books at Barnes and Noble um, and, and whatever, you know, we had a ton of bookstores back then actually uh, to shop at, and I don't remember their names, <laughs> small town ones. But anyway, I bought this book one time and it's by an author who who is Danish? Gosh, I hope I got that right. I, I think he, I think, I think he was from Denmark. I think um, it's been a long time since I was in high school buying books with my work money after school at Barnes and Noble. But I, anyway, his name is Peter Hoeg. It's hard to find this book now. It's out of print, obviously, because it came out when I was in. Okay, anyway. So Peter Hoeg wrote this book called Borderliners and a big premise, a big theme in the book, the book was about not wasting time. And I, I gotta get a copy of this book because these, these kids in this orphanage, they found a way to like gain more freedom. I'm, this is a horrible book review. This is a horrible synopsis. Anyway, they found a way to gain more freedom by uh, finding a way to maximize every minute of their day. And that stuck with me, like for my teenage years on. And I, I learned how to not waste time. Uh, you know, so that that's the first thing that this guy Benjamin Hardy from Inc.com says. First thing you got to give up to be successful is wasting five minutes. And I totally agree. Like if you if you dig around and you do things the long way or the inefficient way, you know, like to be successful, you've got to do so many things. You have to do the things, and everything takes longer than you would expect. And there's always more steps and there's always more yada yada. So learning how to master time and not waste it, I think is like the number one thing that you have to know how to do. So number two on my personal list, I'm stealing off of this guy's article here because uh, it's really good. And when I post all the blogs, when I post all the podcasts for the week on the blog coming up this weekend, uh, I will link to his article, of course, because this is good. He's got 34. I don't have the attention span for 34 things. Um, so you can check out his article for 34 things, but I'm giving you five. So number two on um, his list that I really agree with and really resonated with me was believing success will make you happy. Oh, 
that makes you chase so many things that be that belief that success is going to make you happy. Uh, you know, uh, believing that success is going to make you happy means that you've lost. This is m my opinion. I don't know what he actually wrote. I, I, I'm past it in his article, but uh, <laughs> it's my version of his thing. Uh, if you believe that success is going to make you happy, you lose sight of what it's really about. Um, Success is about mastery, increasing your skills, you know, working for your, your higher purpose, um, working with a team. There's so many things about success that I, I think will make you happier than just thinking like, oh, once I get this, I'm going to be happy. You know, you just turn into a chaser and then you never, if you don't get, or if you don't get in the right amount of time, you end up really unhappy and you hate everything and everybody and blah. So, you know, you, you've got to realize that like, if you, you believe success is going to make you happy, there's a lot more to it than that. Like to, maybe making the money will make you happy. Maybe getting the promotion will ha make you happy. Maybe getting the award will make you happy. Like entering for awards competitions when I was in broadcasting, like never really made me happy because it's always, it's a long story, but you have to pay to get in them. So if you work for a company that doesn't want to pay for you to enter the contest, and then you just don't get to play. And I'm very competitive. So, you know, I, I didn't like entering and then like getting beat by everybody from NPR. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, you know, happiness is a lot, has a lot more to do with a lot of things other than success. Um, you know, yes, being successful, can make you happy because you've achieved what you wanted to, but then there's a lot of unhappy, successful people out there. I mean, look at John McAfee. I, th I think he was pretty unhappy. I could be wrong. Um, but he was, he was in a lot of trouble. So there was legal trouble, tax trouble. Somebody said he murdered somebody, you know, he was running around on a yacht in international waters and ended up in prison. I mean, that's, that's a guy who became really successful, but then also like really unhappy. So, I'm assuming I didn't, I didn't know the guy, but you know, there's a lot of people out there who the success does not bring the happiness. It just doesn't. So moving on to number three on the list of the things that I think you need to give up to be successful competing with others. Um, and in the article he talks about this the article on ink.com, he talks about like, you shouldn't, you like, like your business shouldn't compete with like a present already existing business. Like if you're launching a new one, I think was the point he was getting at, but I think, you know, I mentioned I'm really competitive. Um, and so like seeing yourself as a competitor to everybody is another great way to actually be really unhappy. You know, like it's not, everything's a contest, you know, not everything's a competition. Like, yes, there are contests you can enter and that's when it's okay to compete or, you know, just owning a business you will have competitors, but competing against other people, like people, you know, or against your coworkers, stuff like that, like that just makes you an island and it doesn't contribute to your success. So my favorite one is next. Okay. So here's my favorite one on the, my five things to give up, to be successful adapted from the 34 things you need to give up to be successful from ink.com. And I'm actually going to, this is written by uh, Benjamin Hardy at Inc.com. And I actually, I wanted to read this because I wholeheartedly agree with everything that he wrote here. So he calls this 
seeking permission from others. And he said that his father-in-law is a highly successful real estate investor throughout his career. He's had hundreds of people ask him if they should go into real estate. He tells every one of them the same thing, don't do it. In fact, he actually tries talking them out of it. And in most cases, he succeeds. Why would he do that? Those who are going to succeed, he says, will do so regardless of what I say. That's awesome. Like I, I do that to people. I, people have done that to me. Uh, when I was getting in my back to my teenage years, when I was getting into radio broadcasting, my, um, what was it? my what college was this? Well, anyway, uh, my teacher told us. See, I still have COVID brain fog. My teacher told us like you shouldn't get into radio. You're just going to need to buy a station wagon so that you can just move your crap all around the country. You're, you're going to move from radio station to radio station just to keep a job. Everything's going to be automated. You're, it's going to be hell. You shouldn't go into this industry. He was right, by the way. <laughs> he was absolutely right. But I didn't listen to him because I really wanted to do radio. I really wanted to do music radio, commercial radio. And that's what I did. And I really did cut a carpet bag around the country. Not as much as I think he thought I would, but you know, he was great at talking us out of it and, and he could not talk me out of it. Oh my God. I stayed in for more than 20 years and I loved it. Um, until I didn't. And then I left and I moved on and I found something else to do, which I love too. Um, but you couldn't talk me out of it. I didn't care if I had to travel and move somewhere. I didn't care what I was going to be paid. I didn't care if I had to work six days a week when I got into radio, like none of that phased me. I was going to, I was going to make it no matter what. And then I got a morning show in Phoenix and you know, my morning partners, they felt the same way. Like we're going to, we're going to succeed no matter what. And now when friends ask me for advice, on things like, well, how do I start a business? How do I build a website? How do I put out content? I'm like, seriously? Like, <laughs> I actually sent a friend of, there's this video that Patrick Bent David does on YouTube. And it's like the top something, I don't know, it's like 15 reasons you're going to suck at being an entrepreneur or something. And like, I've sent that to a friend who is getting into starting her own business. And she was super offended. What? What are you? Are you saying? Are you saying that I'm, I can't start that? I'm not entrepreneurial material. It's like, no, I'm doing what everybody else does. And the world is making you actually watch it instead of reacting to the fact that I sent you a text message. Just watch the damn video and, and see that he's trying to give some guidance because whenever you're getting into a field and you go talk to somebody above you, you in that field, somebody who you want to get some advice from and some mentorship from, they're going to tell you, don't do this. It sucks. You're going to suck at it. You don't have what it takes. Just go home. Like maybe most people don't tell you in those terms, but you know, like somebody's going to try to talk you out of it because you know, why would you talk somebody into doing something? You know what I mean? Like, like, (laughs) (laughs) if they're passionate, they'll make it, you know, they'll find a way. And so this is, this is what I love about uh, this. This is probably the best one of this guy's 34 things you need to give up to be successful. So seeking permission from others, you know, you're, 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 I have a philosophy, you know, if, if you're, if I'm not sleeping with you and you're not paying my rent, you don't have any say and what I'm doing. And actually, I don't really care what you say if I'm sleeping with you either. So I sanitize the way I say it, by the way, that was totally censored. Um, but yeah, I, I don't need anybody's permission to do anything. You know, like if, if, <laughs> you know, like, 
why, why do I need your approval? Why do I need your permission? You know, if, especially if you're going to be a business, you don't, you know, if you're going to go in like this story, he says, you know, his, his real estate agent father-in-law is always trying to talk people out of doing it, you know, and that's, you know, you're going to have some balls to get into real estate. Well, you have to, you gotta have uh, some cojones to get into really anything. And so like, Everybody wants an easy way or they want permission or they want somebody to say to them, oh, wow, you're going to be so great at this. And I, and it feels good. I remember somebody said that to me when I was getting into social work. Oh, my God, you're going to be so great at that. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be great. And then, you know, who cares? I was going to do it anyway, you know, whether my friend complimented me or not. Like, we don't need anybody else's permission. If I want to quit my job tomorrow and go get into, like, I don't know, welding, which I thought about once, um, you know, I don't need anybody's permission to do that. You know, like it affects nobody. Like what I do for a living doesn't affect anybody. What you do for a living doesn't affect anybody. Now, maybe you have a, you know, spouse, kids, whatever, but you know, honestly, nobody cares as, as long as you are a good citizen and you mow your lawn and you take out your trash and you pay your bills and, you know, maybe even on time you pay your bills. I don't know, but nobody cares. You know, nobody cares what you're doing. Nobody's going to give you permission to do it. Nobody's going to co-sign for you. Nobody's going to concur that you're going to be the next, latest, greatest, best, you know, like, you know, eh, you don't need permission. Just do it. Give yourself permission. How about that? When's the last time you gave yourself permission to do something? I do this all the time where I'm like, I give myself permission to just enjoy, you know, my success or just enjoy my time off. You know, I've, I've gone from a really nasty, highly stressful career to being able to work from home and it's low stress and it's a completely different field and it's a completely different culture and it's so much better. And I'm giving myself permission to just enjoy that and enjoy working from home and enjoy just the whole thing, you know, like, I, but I don't, I don't need anybody's permission. I didn't, I wasn't going to wait for somebody to say, you know, I permit you to enjoy it. I permit you to change careers. And then I permit you to enjoy working from home. Who's, who gives permission? Was there somebody up in the sky get, sending permission down to us? No, don't stop seeking permission from others. Maybe it's approval, you know, stop seeking approval or permission from others. Stop seeking the kudos and the accolades. Cause it, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to do what you're going to do the way you want to do it. And as long as you're not hurting anybody and you're just being a good citizen, cool. Right. So the fifth thing that I, I loved about this article of 34 things, who comes up with 34 things you need to give up to be successful? That's like, whew. There's so much to that. Um, but there probably is that many things that you need to give up to be successful. Um, and the other one uh, that I'm picking out of his list that really resonated with me is, oh, this could be a podcast in itself. Oh, my God. Um, believing money to be evil. Yes, believing money to be evil is one of the things you need to give up to be successful. Money's the root of all evil. How many times have you heard that, right? You know, I... I used to think that, um, but then you realize that money actually is a tool. Money helps you do things. Money pays for health care and car payments and shoes, cat food, toys, whatever. Um, so it's kind of like it's if it's evil, it's a necessary evil. So you might as well, you know, become good bedfellows with it. You might as well get along with it, you know, and 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 
If you want to be successful, you can't think that money's evil. You can't think that rich people are the devil. You just can't because, you know, if you want to be successful, you're going to be one of them. So you're going to have a bunch of money. So, you know, money's really not evil. Money's a tool. <laughs> that More than anything, it's just something. It's a thing. It's a it's an object. You know, we, we, we create so many money stories. <clears throat> this is why this should be its own podcast. You know, we create so many stories in our lives or belief systems about money. And, you know, they're just not true. And, you know, don't believe what I'm saying. Go do your own research. Do your own experimentation. You know, experimentation is so important. But I found that things kind of opened up for me once I started to, you know, or once I stopped, once I let go of this belief that money is evil, you know, the money money doesn't have a quality of good or bad, right or wrong, evil, whatever. Like it's money's not on a binary. Money doesn't have a personality. Money doesn't have character traits. Money is a thing. It's an inanimate object. It's cash or coins, whatever. But money money's not evil. Now there are people who do evil things with it. You know, there are people who exploit some for some people for labor, you know, that's exploitative. Uh, you know, there's there's evil things done with money. You know, there's such things as blood diamonds. Or I, can, I can name a ton of evil things, but then there's good things that money does, too, like pay your bills. You can give to charity. You can make money, you know, you can make money do good things in the world. Um, so money's not evil. The people that do bad things but that are evil, you know, like change your thinking. You know, and if, if you think is money, if, if you think subconsciously that money is like evil, bad and wrong, you will find ways to sabotage your success and sabotage your earnings. And I'm not big into the law of attraction kind of crap anymore. Like I know that if you go on destinyarchitecture.com, there's, you know, a bunch of old law of attraction things that I used to be into. And that was like five years ago when I started doing this stuff. <laughs> when I started doing coaching, it was five years, almost five years ago, um, when I started working on my coaching certification. So like it's, it's out there, the stuff that I used to write and the stuff that I used to believe in. And then I eventually realized around two, 2019, I realized that, you know what, I've, I've done vision boards and law of attraction for so many years. That's not my problem. You know what I mean? That's, that's not, it's not helping me believing in the law of attraction and, and doing vision boards. It's not helping me. So I realigned my energies and efforts and, and got into a different alignment where I found things that did help me, namely taking action instead of just sitting around visualizing pie in the sky things and pretending I wanted to live in a mansion or whatever. So, you know, money, money's not evil though. Um, and maybe people aren't even evil, but people do evil things, uh, cause they're driven by weird beliefs obviously. So, you know, you drop the belief that money is evil and you actually start seeing like more ways to earn money. Like it's just, it's funny how these things work, but you know, that can be a block to actually getting a better job or getting better pay. And like 2019 was like a horrible year of poverty for me. Um, I don't know, maybe worse in some ways than just not working for four months. Cause I got COVID. Um, because it's just, I couldn't get it right that year. Whereas this year, I feel like I got it right and got to, to successfully pivot. But I think some of my faulty beliefs about money and misinformation that I'd believed about money, uh, definitely held me back. So I think like there's, there are probably a lot of things that you need to do. 
in order to become successful. But there are this, you know, this is a great article because it's just so thorough. 34 things you need to give up to be successful on Inc.com. And, you know, there are habits that we need to implement. And these are like the things that we need to lose. Okay, so, you know, stop wasting your time. Stop believing, you know, that success is going to be the thing that's going to make you happy. You know, that's not how happiness works. Stop competing with other people. Stop seeking permission from others to do things like the big things, like follow your dreams. Um, and, and stop believing that money is evil. I mean, these are just like simple things, you know. And in your day-to-day life, you know, maybe I should make a list of things that you should start doing to be successful. Like, how about that? Maybe that'll, that'll be next week. All right, so the, the things you do to be successful, like off the top of my head, like... You know, spending time and money wisely, obviously, because time, energy, money. Um, also, m- movement, I think, and exercise, like taking care of your body, um, helps you be more successful. I think being mindful of your energy, it helps you be more successful. Uh, and I say that as, as a Reiki master, but I say that as a coach, too. And just, you know, getting up and moving when you have, like, if you have a bad meeting or a bad phone call or, or just whatever, and then you... you don't get up from your desk after that and you just continue working like that's locked up energy like you've got to take a walk or do some yoga like so many times during my day I get up and I work on like doing handstands for yoga I mean I just it helps me just loosen up too you know especially when you sit at a computer all day or you know whatever it is you do and if you're a knowledge worker you're in an office you know what I mean so you know there's so many things you need to do to be successful you need to learn how to schedule things. You need to learn how to follow through on things. You need to create systems that help you get things done. Uh, whether that's using to-do lists or apps or Notion or Asana or, you know, whatever it is. Um, there are a million productivity apps. I could make a podcast just about productivity apps, but you know, there's a lot of things that you need to do to be successful. You need to be around successful people. You need to read more books. You need to listen to podcasts. Like you need to get more knowledge. You need to get more training. You need to network. Like there's so many things that you need to do to become successful. <laughs> Just don't forget about the things you got to stop doing in order to be <laughs> successful as well. So um, it is the end of another podcast week here at the Fearless Five. These will the episodes from the week will go up on the website Destiny Architecture sometime uh, destinyarchitecture.com sometime during this weekend. So check that out and then. Uh, follow on twitter at sign destiny arch one at sign fearless the number five pod and i don't have that stuff up on destinyarchitecture.com so <laughs> good luck um and and yeah get get a hold of me through the website if you want to get a hold of me always around so have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week